Hello, you're listening to Artspin on Nation with myself, Christian, afternoon, uh, this afternoon. And I'm uh, very happy to be joined here in the studio by uh, three wonderful guests from the inaugural dance affair, Kate McDonald, Anton Cleaver Wilkinson, and Ian Pidd. Thank you so much for joining me today. Lovely to see you. Thank you. So, yeah, just to, like really, really simply, um, what is the inaugural dance affair? And um, uh, yeah, what, what have your roles been in bringing it to life? So the inaugural annual dance fair mm-hmm. is a part theatre show and part awesome night of dancing, essentially. I'm the creative producer of the show and the work came together in 2015 in Queensland, actually, as a commission for a festival up there and has since toured around the country. And the city of Borondora approached us to create one uh, for this region. And basically, it's a celebration of um, who dances in a community, but also why we dance and the history of dance culture and how that connects and and intertwines with so many other parts of the culture and history of a place. So Ian Pidd's the director and um, Beck Reid is the choreographer and dance captain and we spend a bunch of time in the community pretty much over a 12-month period, really, meeting as many different people as we can and getting the stories out to bring this show to life. Wonderful. Oh, and Anton, how did you um, get to be involved in this? Yeah, so I work at Q School of Dance along with Alice Hobden and we were approached by Ian, I think, much earlier in the year to be a part of inaugural annual dance affair. So we thought, you know, why not? Sounds great. So we got a group of some of our, I guess, most committed little students together, ageing from the youngest being seven all the way to 14. I think there's about 20 of them in this show. We've got them doing a little piece from La Bayadere, a very famous ballet that I think if you know much about ballet, you would know. And yeah, they're going to do that and they're quite excited about it. Oh, well. oh, and yeah, Ian, how did you get to be involved as well? Kate and I have worked together um, on a few things over the years and Kate had an idea to create a work about social dance and, and she and I messed about together with a bit of help from the Australia Council's Jump Mentorship Program and, and I guess developed the very early idea for the work and uh, yeah, and we've been working on it ever since. So yeah, I'm, and I'm, it's interesting because I'm, I'm not a dance person, I'm, a, I'm very much a theatre director and, a, and have a history as a performer and it's very interesting when you, when you scratch the surface in any community and you're not a dancer and you go are there any dancers here and you might think that there are a few and there are so many there are so many people dancing in almost every community in so many different styles from the Q school of dance dancing in a in a very I suppose you would say traditional but they approach it with a lot of flexibility but that sort of English French classical ballet genre to you know there's 150 older people who ballroom dance on a Saturday night at the Blackwood Hall over in that area and there's a bunch of rock and rollers and there are these absolutely fantastic Vietnamese senior citizen ladies who dance in a very traditional Saigonese. Is that right? Saigonese? Can you say that? Dance from Saigon, from from South Vietnam, and some fantastic Punjabi students from Swinburne. So I mean, there are just there are people dancing and dancing and dancing and, and coming together and to dance socially. So they're not professional dancers. They're not dancing for a living. They're dancing in their spare time or in their retirement and taking enormous pleasure from it. So and I and I'm just you know I've just loved discovering that part of the world, that part of the community. All right. So is it a like obviously there are some people who dance professionally as well so they're a part of this but yeah is, is it largely people who like have that sort of it, it know, absolutely like personal is. passion I mean yeah. it's starting point really when Kate mm. began the conversation was I guess to kind of examine the sort of dancing that we were seeing probably two generations ago now where your grandparents a high percentage of them would have met 
at a dance on a Saturday night socially and they could dance the Pride of Erin and they could do a waltz and they could do a, you know, a gypsy tap. And it was a place where initially we thought it was something that was not, not exclusive but very common in the country, but actually it was in the city too. It was everywhere. People danced together and at a dance on a Friday or a Saturday night, the whole of the community would be there from the little kids to the older people. And it's a kind of piece of civilization, a kind of technology, if you like, a community technology that we that we've lost touch with, but actually less than we thought. We thought we'd lost touch with it completely, but actually there are sort of some vestigial elements of it there, and we found it very easy to recreate it. When we invite people to come to the inaugural annual dance affair, the majority of people who come are not dancers, and they don't dance socially, and we very quickly get them dancing, and they love to do it, and they can see very quickly what a beautiful thing it is to do. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you touched on that, because uh, I, I suppose like people have all sorts of like relationships with dancing, and you know, like some, some people like have you know very comfortable with it like they love it but I guess for like for some people it might be a bit of like a nerve-wracking thing or like a, a self-conscious kind of so like how would you um yeah like encourage you know anyone who might be a bit hesitant to go to sort of a dancing event um to to give it a go basically yeah well look hmm. I, like so when I say I'm not a dancing person yeah. I dance to Michael Jackson and Madonna and you yeah. know and the Sex Pistols and and hmm. always have so I mean everybody moves look I think if you, at the very least, come along, you'll have a great time. But we will, you will finish up dancing, and you will have your heart will be beating if you're not a dancer when you first take hold of someone, because we will, that's what you will do. You will do some partner dancing, and within seriously seconds of you beginning to move, you'll feel bloody fantastic. Um, so I, I think it's deep in us to move and to sing and to make a noise and to communicate. It's very deep in us as a species. And it's very, like, it takes only the tiniest little shove to rediscover that very kind of instinctive desire and pleasure in communicating with another person and with a room full of people in that particular way. And Kristen, we also have an extraordinary live band who kind of holds the whole thing together. And in some ways it is framed as a big party we kind of lean on uh, the kind of framework of an old time dance and the it's not a nostalgic piece but there are things that traditions that are within the old time dance world that are very endearing and very warm and very generous and for me as a young person we're kind of very appealing to have a window into that world so we set the night up like you're coming to a big party like an annual ball the band is called sex on toast and they're like totally hot 10-piece live funk band. Who I'm sure have had plenty of airplay on. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and extraordinary musicians. So they, they play some of their original music in the show and kind of play the night out with people dancing their bums off under a <laughs> sea of confetti. But also they're such great musicians, they can play a range of different music throughout the night. So you'll, you'll hear them play music that you've never heard Sex on Toast play before, which is it's a really fun part of the night. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a sexy business, this dancing stuff, you know? <laughs> like, it's a very kind of civilised and very, very nicely negotiated act of sensuality, if you like. And, you know, I think people respond to that as well. Yeah. Would you agree, uh, like, Anton, especially about um, what Ian was saying before about, like, it, it only really, like, takes a nudge to sort of, yeah, get people down as a dancing teacher? and Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um mm. I've actually just started taking adult tap and adult ballet classes mm. at the beginning of this year and, you know, the numbers started off low but the people that start doing these adult classes, even if they've never danced before, they find something they love about it. They find movement and they, they find music and they just get into it and then they f tell their friends and now we've got, you know, this huge tap class, we've got this ballet class where, you know, adults, you know, I won't want to say their ages but their 20s <laughs> up until 
60s dancing and they love it and it's fantastic and it's I think it's really great to kind of show everyone that there's no limits or restrictions on dance there's no age limits there's no kind of requirements needed to come into a dance class or even to come to a dance show it's really open so often we're kind of siloed in in our own worlds like you may love dancing but the way that you love to dance is is at a nightclub you know going crazy on the dance floor someone else may like to dance within a class environment or dance as exercise or the you know seniors that we've met dance as a cultural form of expression but what inaugural annual does is bring all those people together and you're on the dance floor together and it really kind of breaks down a whole lot of barriers that we might put up in our world and kind of just open yourself up to connecting with other people and their story and their narrative in a really fun and joyful night out, you know, with great live music. The Hawthorne Arts Centre is the most stunning venue. It is so beautiful. It's, you know, it's worth coming out there just to, to, to be in that extraordinary town hall as well. Hmm. Yeah, how, how happy were you to, uh, to, yeah, to get that space? Like, was that the space you always sort of had in mind? And it's quite, like, like adaptable. This site. I've heard, like, the dance affair has been, like, you've been able to make it quite, like, site-specific and really respond to the space that you've been given as well. This is definitely yeah. the flashiest venue we've done it in. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty nice. And, you know, Ian, when he writes the script, is, is layering in all this kind of beautiful history and being a heritage building the town hall is just kind of you know rich in stories it's been a kind of central community hub for generations now well it's probably less of a community hub currently than it's been for a long long time and i think it will become a community hub again but i mean that that hall it's been danced in weekly for a century and but it's also a place and this is something that we actually refer to quite strongly during the show there was a kind of amazing period during the first world war where there were balls going on there was recruiting going on it became the center of a kind of battle over conscription that happened in 1916 and 1917 like it's those community spaces where these balls took place i think were more valued perhaps and i think will be again i'm going to kind of going around around in circles here but it is very interesting how public space I think we kind of reached the lowest point of understanding how important public space is, like physical public space as opposed to digital public space. And I think that's coming back. I think people are beginning to realise that we need to eyeball each other pretty regularly to stop us getting scared of the other, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yeah, and a ball is good for that too. It's pretty hard to stay an, an enemy with the people on the other side of town if your kids are dancing together. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, 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 very very good point. And so you think this is like, um, you've, you've noticed this like out, outside of inaugural dance affair as well, like other, uh, this is being rediscovered sort of beyond that too, the value of the, the physical public yeah. space, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hmm. I mean, I, I, I seriously do. I, I think it's really important. And it, hmm. and, it, and it doesn't matter, in some ways it doesn't matter what is going on in that public space, whether it is a protest that is directed at a particular issue or we're coming together to play a game of football or we're coming together to do the go-go. Um, hmm. You know, that stuff is really extremely important. And for me, one of the early interests in this kind of rediscovering the old form of partner dancing was a connection towards that kind of current spike in people's interest in the slow movement. So, you know, slowing down our lives and connecting with people more and and, and having a, a localised understanding of yourself and your community and, um, you know, buying your fruit and veggies from the farmer's market. And dance culture sits within that kind of interest of how we interrelate with our communities. Yeah, definitely. And I think with 
a lot of our students as well because they've all come mainly from a ballet background, which is very European-based. They're now seeing all of these kind of community dance and like organisations that are from, as you said, where was that group from? The Punjab. Yeah, the Punjabi dancers. Yeah. And like earlier in the year, we did a dance event where they had traditional Indian dancers and traditional Irish dancers. And at this event, we're seeing even more. And the kids are learning so much more about all these kind of world dance genres and just how much kind of opportunity there is. Yeah, hmm. it's been great. Yeah, yeah. And from a young age as, as well. Yeah, like, like you were saying, like from all the, all the way down to seven. So Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's been fantastic for those. Hmm. And actually, I will kids. just add another thing in there that, that, of course, on this continent, there's been social dance going on for many, many thousands of years. And hmm. within the city of Burundara, there are three very major corroboree sites, one at the confluence of the Yarra and Mary Creek, which is where the Wiradjuri and the Bunurong met together. And then another really big one that people don't know about that on the Scotch College Oval. The Scotch College Oval is built on an old corroboree site and then there's another one at another spot too. So, you know, and ceremony was danced. You, you know, that was understood very deeply on this on this kind of land and I think it's significant and important for us to acknowledge that and to think about that. Oh, of course, yeah. It's, like you said, been for, for thousands of years, it's, yeah, <laughs> important to remember that, I think, especially when we're talking about, uh, you know, like, history of dance in Australia and just sort of Australian culture or Australian heritage of... Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. just what Australian really means. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's something... Yeah. Something. There's stuff been going on here for longer than 240 years. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. One, one last question here. From the behind-the-scenes uh, video um, I watched, I remember, um, UK, you were talking about when you were developing this, uh, I think you were talking about the residency as well and sort of all the stories you were hearing and, and the similarities you were noticing. Of course, you know, differences as well, like diversity, but also, yeah, the, the common threads that you were hearing between these stories. And, um, yeah, could you tell us a little bit about how that's inspired you in, in the development of the inaugural dance affair? It's a bit of a tongue twister. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, in the places we've travelled, we've found that everybody's story is unique and personal to them, of course. But for people that have had dance as a kind of vital part of how they express themselves, there are many similarities to where dance and people's personal narratives overlap. So, of course, there are beautiful love stories that you find that come out of dancers, people that met at the dancers and, you know, found their true love and glanced at each other from across the room. There's also lots of stories within, you know, our senior community of people who have lost their loved one and had to navigate that later time of their life in finding a, a second partner to live their life with and dance is so often a place for seniors in the community to do that. So there are some beautiful stories that we've heard in the city of Burundora as well that relate to that and some of which will be shared throughout the show. Dance is, can be a time where people can kind of come out of themselves when they've gone through some kind of hardship as well. So, And also, you know, from the kids, just that that's the way that they express themselves. So really very joyful stories wherever you go of people that, are, that love dancing and, and audience members at the end of the night are saying similar things. I didn't know what to expect, but I had the most amazing time. Those kind of comments are really rewarding. Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, <laughs> Kate Jeez, Thank you. Ian? Yeah, did you have any last things to add? Just to give you the date, so mm -hmm. the, show, the show is the 20th and the 21st, which is next Thursday and Friday evening at Hawthorne mm -hmm. Town Hall at 730 
it's selling very quickly, so um, you might want to climb aboard. And uh, mm-hmm. and if you don't like dancing, come for the Lamingtons. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and for Ian Pitt. Oh, <laughs> um, people can find out more information at the City of Borondara um, or Borondara Arts websites. Perfect. Yeah, thank you so much, and, and best of luck with the event. We'll see yeah. you on the dance floor. So exciting. Great. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Christian. Thank you. Bye.